This episode of Getting Better Acquainted was recorded at Camber Sands in Norfolk in the autumn of 2011. This is the first group Getting Better Acquainted that I recorded. I have recorded other groups since then. This was my first go at it. And there's lots of people in the conversation, so it's a little bit of a different format from what you might be used to. Because there's a lot of us, there's a bit of a looser sense to the way I've edited it than what you might be used to. I hope you enjoy it. My sister's always telling me to sit down. But I like standing up. But I do recognise it makes people feel uncomfortable, and I'm very sorry, everybody. Also, people like to do milk first, don't they? I'm a tea first person. Do you want tea? I think I'm going to give a coffee, actually. It smells really nice. So we're recording now, just to let everybody know that. Hello, I'm Dave. I'm the guy that's putting all this stuff together. I need to get better. Please make me better. I want to get better, better, better acquainted with you. Today we are getting better acquainted with my writing group, or our writing group, I guess. Don't say the name. We haven't got a name, that's the problem. Natalie thinks we shouldn't talk about not having a name because we might have a fight about the name for the whole of the podcast. So you've decided the pomegranates isn't good though? It's better. <laughs> it's not better. It's worse. Well, it's worse. No, I think it's no. worse. I don't think Palmer Violets is a good name for a, no. for a. But I do think it's better than the other name, yeah. which the we should not mention. Python. Let's take a vote. So I think if we go around the circle of this table with people saying their name, so starting to my left. Just my name. Yeah, just you. Natalie. Natalie with cold. Natalie with a cold. Jen. <laughs> Angela. Emily. Joss. Sophia. And so all of these people um, will have other conversations, either coming out in the future or have been out, that you can refer back to for a full in-depth, getting better acquainted with them. And I'm not going to ask what we do now, because what we currently do now is uh, be at a writing retreat where we're writing, and that's what we're, we're talking about today, I guess. How did this group come to exist is the first area that I'm interested in talking about. So I guess that's down to you three. Yeah. Joss, Angela and myself were on a writing programme at Birkbeck, the Creative High Writing level, Diploma. High level Birkbeck. writing programme. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which involved short stories, poetry and plays. And criticism. And, and, and a bit of criticism. Yes, which was very good, a year long course. So we got to know each other quite well on the course. And um, when it finished we decided we wanted to carry on because it was very useful to get the, the feedback on the writing. So we started to meet up and then other people joined. So question. Yeah, we started initially mm. going to another to Bardi's house, didn't we? Mm. In wherever it was, Tufton Park. So yeah. why yeah. did why did you choose to go on the course? I'd done two courses before that. I didn't want to do courses. Did have a cross my mind to do courses. Had arguments with my, my mother about writing courses. My mother being a writer, <laughs> she thought they were actually really useful. I was of the opinion that you can either write or you can't. It, it became apparent fairly a friend of mine anyway, Ag, who you both met. Yeah. yeah. She wanted to become a writer, wrote some stuff. I looked at it and thought, this is not brilliant. It's all right, it's not brilliant. So I sent it to my mother. My mother said to Ag, perhaps you should go on a writing course. Ag doesn't like to do anything by herself. So I got dragged along to the writing course. It was only 13 weeks long. And 
I absolutely loved it. From the first lesson to the last lesson, I thought it was brilliant. She thought it was a bit rubbish. Okay. That's irony. So that's why Just did it. Why did you do it, Emily? Similarly, I'd done another writing course before, which I really enjoyed, but found it didn't really go far enough. The criticism was a bit too nice, and yeah. some of the people were very much beginners. Kind of <laughs> that's a very polite way of putting it. <laughs> but so you had a very different level of uh, ability in the group. So you've got people yeah. who it was really interesting to talk about the work, and people where it possibly wasn't very interesting. So I decided I wanted something a bit more rigorous. Yeah. So I thought a year-long course where you're working towards some kind of actual qualification would be the way to go. And also because I'd never really written drama and I haven't written poetry since I was about 16. Very embarrassing poetry when I was 16. So I thought those two... <laughs> I wrote short stories, so I thought that kind of um, branching out into different genres would be helpful. Yeah. And Angela, what, what, what attracted you to it? I can't do anything without deadlines or discipline. So having a weekly... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> having, having a weekly occurrence in which I would have to turn up and be graded for whatever work it was I completed was a, a good carrot. And it was also, I hadn't lived in London at that point very long, and it was nice to have a someplace where I could go and meet my own, my own friends that weren't work friends or my husband's friends, but, you know, meet like-minded people with yeah. whom I might get along. <laughs> And but I mean, Joss. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I did get back to Emily's point though. When you do the easy writing courses, you do get some people in there. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. absolutely hilarious when people read some of their work out, and you have to keep a straight yeah. face. There's always at least two people who are doing princesses it. turn up, Nigerian princesses. But that was in our class. We had Nigerian. We had, yeah, Nigerian. Yeah, we had Bob as well. Bob the bus driver. Bill. Yeah. Bill. Bill. Uh, Bill. 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 Believe me, the problem wasn't Lewisham. But I mean, his his writing has special special quality. I mean, fantastic. It's an interesting, so confusing. It's an interesting point that you sort of that you're making there, because I mean, I think that's that to me, that's one of the strengths of this writing group is that we are all very different people, but we're all like-minded in one way. So, in a way, meeting Joss was the right was the right thing to do, even though he isn't exactly a completely like-minded person to yourself. Because uh, actually, that's what makes or the critiquing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's make that clear right now. None of us necessarily agree with Joss. Uh, no, I, I agree. It's a bonus from where I'm sitting. But it was it was quite funny because there were there were some of us in the group that that wanted to continue on, but it was it was those of us in the group that that all liked each other's writing the most. Most, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah, true. like if I could have like if I could have picked the people in the class that that I would have ideally wanted to continue on with it, those are the ones I got. So that's really true. Yeah, it was it's true. We, well, we also we attended the most, and we we always did the homework. Yeah, it was yeah. the most enthusiastic we, people. Yeah, we we we, we, yeah. we thought yeah we did. We just because we were in, we were engaged with what was going on. And the course um, ended, and you decided to carry on who who suggested that was that angela I think we all Bardi, so, Bardi, 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 Bardi. Somebody who's so, no she's, longer in the group. Yeah, right? she started. She mentioned it, and then I think actually we'd kind of talked about it, and, it, and actually yeah. rather than just talking about it, it, actually happened. So that therefore it definitely wasn't down to me. Because <laughs> 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 we started meeting on the same night of the week. Yeah, that we, we did. Had done the we course did. on, so we it did. just kind of 
well, the course it didn't we never really finished. It just I think it was the next week. Yeah, it just came it was very it was very quickly yeah, afterwards. Yeah. 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 Okay, and so that was you were meeting for how long before the next person arrived? Who was Sophia? Yeah. I can't remember. It was a red little one. We'd already gone to Dirty Dicks, hadn't we, by yeah. that yeah. point? Yeah, I think I joined in the right I'd say about three months, maybe? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it was that long. Two or three months? I understood. So, Sophia, you joined the group. How did that happen to you, Because from your side of things? Well, I work in a uh, cafe that Angela... You're not a bus driver. I'm not, <laughs> and not from Lucia. Uh, <laughs> uh, that Angela frequented, and we got... T- got to talking and uh, eventually mentioned the writers group and said come join us uh, it might be see, of if use. It, see if it's for you yeah so I did and it was all very pleasant definitely sound of fake praise <laughs> yeah you were there <laughs> no no it, it, it was very good and it was uh, as been said to meet other like-minded people and and reading others as well I think it's it's very useful. Yeah, it's an interesting process reading somebody else's Mm. not finished work. Yeah, that's the thing. It's 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 interesting to read something and be able to have an interaction with it. We say, oh, I don't like this, and that Mm. might you know that can be taken on board and stuff like that. And so, Angela, you 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 went to a coffee shop and you got talking to a barista and you asked her to join your writing group. Yeah. I don't think I would have done that. No. But I, I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I don't like Sophia. <laughs> I, you know, I would have done that, but now I've seen the results. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, you know, wh- why? Why did you? Why did you do that? Well, it wasn't that. that it wasn't like the first time I met her or anything. You know, we. No. It was probably it was over a, a quite a long period of time yeah. that that I was. You know, we, we discussed. We had. To, I, I think we discussed it fairly early on that if other, if other people knew other people who were writing and wanted yeah. to join, then that was part of the plan. Yeah. You mm. know, big notes. <laughs> yeah. Careful cults without members. Yeah. Well, our manifesto. Our manifesto. I think it stated. And, 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 and had you been talking to Sophia about the fact that she's a writer? So yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How did that come up? Because she is. Well, she knew. She knew I was American. And she lived How in America. How did she know that? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. And you're constantly writing, imagine. <laughs> Some people are just constantly writing. writing. All the time. <laughs> All the time, like, in hand. But I knew that she had gone to school in the US and that she had done film there to be a screenwriter. Uh, so I, and she talked about her, you know, her work and what she did on her off days was, was writing and things like that. Oh. Yeah, and, and, and that's and that's kind of what you did with me, who I guess I was the next person who's here that was a pr- that approach. I recruited. You recruited the next the next <laughs> yeah, member. You sound like David Craig. Yeah, and we worked together. And did you, how did you know that I wrote? Did I? I don't. I generally don't try to go on about that work, but but, uh, but maybe. Well, maybe. we always we always had our chats in the office. Yeah. Remember, because we. And you would all be going off to do music things, and you did plays and that's things like that. Because you're doing a lot of performance at that time with your band. Ah, uh, that's right. That sounds right. And we would chat about the projects that you were working on. And music and stuff. And music, music, and and you mentioned that you wrote other things as well. Yeah. And I knew I knew about you the 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 plays and things that you were writing. And so you said, "Oh, I've got this writing group. Do you want to come along?" Yeah. And I said, "Okay." And then I said, oh, and my girlfriend writes too. Do you think she'd be able to come along? Yeah. Were you excited by that idea or worried about that idea when I said it? Terrifying. In context. Because you hadn't met Jen at that point. 
I think we were just we were just, you know we were pretty open for anybody to come along. You know, I hadn't I hadn't thought about it in the context of your girlfriend, Jane. I just thought more about like somebody else, just yeah. another body. Yeah, well, that's, that's how you yeah. should think. We're very right? left bank in the sixties in our approach. <laughs> yeah. Very crazy. But, okay, so, and, so I, did, I didn't let the fact that she was your girlfriend. No, like, well, I, 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 I just thought. Like, <laughs> 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 no, no, but I mean, I, 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 I was sort of thinking along. I was sort of thinking along the lines of. Of you're inviting one person and then he's inviting somebody else that you haven't met. Yeah. That would that would make me nerv. That would make me nervous. But I'm not. I'm. Not, I, that's why I don't ask people. You ask people. That's why we're different people. <laughs> we were keen for fresh blood. Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah. And, and 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 I. But when I said that as well, I was thinking, oh, I won't get on with a writing group. I won't like a writing group. But Jen likes deadlines and people yeah. and feedback and feedback. So I'm really doing this for Jen. I'm, I'll go along with her the first time, introduce her to everybody, and then I'll sort of slope off slowly. <laughs> no one will notice. I'll just sort of fade out. Meanwhile, I was thinking, why have you said that? I don't want to be in a yeah, that, that was Jen's reaction. Jen's reaction was, what? what? No, 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 no. I've got to meet new people. And then I, how did I persuade you? <laughs> well, you said that you'd already told Angela that I would come to so I had to go. <laughs> Oh God, yeah, I always rely on your politeness if nothing else, isn't it? Well, you, I remember the situation that you said, well, Jen will come along, but she's very nervous. So she might just, she might just sit in and listen. And, and, you, were, you, were, and you, were, you were quite open about that. You were like... I was, yeah. Yeah, you, and you said as well, you know, I might, for the first, first time, I might just, you know, sit in and listen and see how it goes and if I feel comfortable sharing. Because, you know, you brought poetry, I think. I did, I did. Brave. Yeah, which was very brave. It was very brave. Um, because you have... Quick to read, though. Yeah. If you do read it, that's mm. that is the thing. It may be it may be a hard. Well, it was also all I had to read. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, to because we had already established quite you know we knew each other really well at that point, and so for you to come along and be like almost like, like an audition or something, you know. It felt like it that a little bit like that. Yeah. yeah. The irony was that I really well. It wasn't exactly irony because I really like the writing group and generally right like the writing group, despite the fact that we both assumed that we it wouldn't be for us. <laughs> and, and and actually, I mean, the reason I was put off the idea of writing group is because I did creative writing at university and we critiqued every week, and I didn't find that as useful as I find writing group now. And we were sometimes in the same class at university as well, weren't we? Mm, which which wasn't, wasn't always. Yeah, I, I, I we were a bit nervous about embarking in a situation where. We're going out with each other and we're showing work. Mm. Like it was awkward at uni because we just started going out, and so some of my poetry was a little bit, uh, yeah. And moving on. Yeah. Um, and then the next person <laughs> that arrived. Stop it. We should probably mention that Have at some point we, we, we lost. We, 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 I saw that we lost Barty like she died. <laughs> but Barty left us. Yes. She did. She left us. I think perhaps there was a correlation between the amount of alcohol we were consuming and mm. Barty's potential interest in, in our group. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Because, yeah, we have all up the... Uh, I think the alcohol intake has upped. We didn't uh, used to drink at all when well, we first started doing it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I, I, don't, I still don't drink very often, but everybody else certainly puts <laughs> away a few bottles of wine. It's, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, these things go hand in hand. And the next person who, who joined that may have also correlated with the rise in alcohol consumption. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad that Barty left before I got there because that means that you all started drinking a lot more before. <laughs> I oh, yeah, Jen, 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 Jen was a big part of that. Jen, okay, Jen right. was a big part of that. 
was Natalie, and Joss, you recruited Natalie. I don't want to go into my whole published writing CV, but at the time I had two short stories published, and Microsoft published in Leaf, whatever, which wasn't the greatest achievement in the world, and we got a free advert because of that, that we could place in their quarterly magazine. Ah. So we wrote an advert and put it in that. We'd all, we did, we have, we, have we still got a Facebook page? Did we have a Facebook page? We, yeah. we do have a Facebook page. So we're not going to mention it because like it, it gives away yeah, the old yeah, name yeah, that we don't but, like. But we had an army-style recruitment drive. And uh, Natalie's result. Yeah, well, Natalie is enough. As, it's like an army in one person. Well, certainly like another war. <laughs> Jesus. So, so Joss approached. You answered Joss's advert. Yeah. And so, you, did you speak to him on the phone? I did. Which um, I hate talking to people on the phone. So I don't even know how I got to writers group. But um, I did. Well, I called the number. No. It was just a little ad, and I already had a writers group. And I was looking to leave them. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um, well, they've turned out to be the opposite of this group. So they were also they born. Were not drinking at all? No, they, they, they did drink, so that was okay. <laughs> One, two. <laughs> but they were also born out of a writing course. Not just a writing course, we would like serially did. We followed the same writing teacher for like um, three or four seasons. And we also wanted to sort of continue with the discipline of meeting up. But there were a couple of problems. For whatever reason, that particular group never fell into to a regular time slot. So it was like 400 emails about a meeting that wouldn't happen. And I just, I, I can't handle that amount of logistics. The second thing was, is that it was a bit like uh, what's not so enjoyable about some writing classes. So nobody in the group was really great at critique. They were okay at moral support which I didn't really need, but they, they weren't really, they weren't going to really critique your writing. So those are the two main things. So I sort of felt that I should stay involved with them because I wanted to have a writer's group, but it wasn't really working for me. So I kept my eyes open for a new group. And you, you spoke to Joss first and you still came along. And I still came along anyway. I Even I, when I, I, we had several, it, it, the first time we tried to meet, it all went pear-shaped. Mm. Because Which is unusual for this group. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was, it was, it was well, now, Andrew and I met up in the end. That was it because everybody pulled out and it's all. Yeah, it was all. Um, so it wasn't the world's greatest introduction to the yeah. well-oiled machine that we've become. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do. We do meet quite it's regularly. No, it's pretty, yeah, it's it's it is. It is. Well, that was something about expanding the group. I think that's it meant why you had always had. You have to have people, enough, you have to have enough people who can't that, make yeah. it work or whatever, and that, yeah. that works quite well. And we do sort of rolling momentum, definitely. Yeah. How has writing group impacted on our lives? Or has it? Has writing group imp impacted on our lives? Let's start with Sophia. Has it? Yeah, I think it has. I think it. the fact that we meet, meet every other week is, is again, the, with the deadline that, okay, I, I don't always bring things in, but mm. it, there is... I know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually amazed that you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> But it is still that. The, the silence was a clue it was, when it came to your turn. Yeah, yeah sorry for that. <laughs> but it's good to have that, oh, I should have something for the next meeting and I better get something together during yeah. these two weeks. So, yeah, definitely. I'm not, I don't feel I'm very good at critiquing. I would like to get better and I think certainly this is a place where hopefully that can improve. If nothing else, just for the fact of hearing the way other people critique and kind of picking up on what to focus on and mm. what what to do, and it is also that 
easier to to see things in other people's writing rather than your own. Definitely. And the more you start seeing that, then hopefully the more you start picking up on that in your own writing. So often I think you, the things you find that are wrong in someone else's writing exactly are painfully the things yeah. that you're doing yourself. Absolutely, yeah. That's really upsetting when that yeah. happens. Natalie, has writing group had much of a, an impact on your life? Or? Yeah, well it coincided with going part-time at work, so now I have a day off a week to write. And I think that was one of the reasons why I was agitating over I have to have a writer's group. And also, I was sort of at the beginning of figuring out what it is I even want to write. So writer's group was the first group of people that I sort of risked getting down on paper what I think I want to write about. So it's kind of hard for me to figure out what I would have done without that sounding board at all. Or if I had to rely on friends, which I don't think would really work. So I think it's for me it's had a huge effect, partially because it just coincides with sort of the most serious direction I've ever taken in terms of trying to write, but also because I would have been really unsure about what I want to write or what my writing style is or whatever, whereas I kind of feel like I've got a little bit of my identity now from this group. Yeah. Thing that it's an interesting thing that you say about friends. I'm not saying we're not, we haven't become friends, but what we have that you don't have in a friendship is we all want the same thing from each other. Whereas you, with your friends, you're always like, "Can you read this?" They're like, "Oh yeah," but they're not giving you something in return. So you, you, you're taking from them. Yeah, it's hard. Obviously, you and Jenna, partners, but um, we we don't really have a we have a writing friendship, which I think is really good. It's not like we know each other sort of socially outside that, which. I'm sure it would be great if we did, but it's but there's something actually to be said for only knowing someone through, in, a in, in a writing relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can be. Well, I think that means that we can be quite diverse as well in the way that, like, and we can still all get on, and that's quite rare in a friendship. You have you tend to end up gravitating towards a certain kind of person, whereas we've mm. got quite a di- diverse range, which is I, I like that window, and I think that's useful for us as writers as well because we have that ex- exposure. The other thing I thought was interesting about what you said uh, is that the, the having a, giving a space for us to talk about our writing and rather than just critiquing, that was something that Natalie introduced really, wasn't it? Cause she sort of said we should all have a time, even if we haven't got anything to write that we've written, and then we can just bounce some ideas off people. And that actually, I think, like for example, you, Angela, you used that space to bounce some ideas, and I think that led to you writing more would you say that's true or, or i got my laptop yeah that's another part of it a laptop of your own a laptop of my own yeah um another great country song <laughs> so just as as writing group impacted on your life um yeah yeah no it does it does i think that i'd go i'd echo the sentiment that i think the other thing is you have to trust the people that you're being critiqued by i mean trust in the sense that a over time you get to know why they're critiquing and what position they're coming from but and then you develop a consistency so even though you may not agree with what they're saying you understand where they're coming from because you have that knowledge but also you you have to trust people and I agree that we're only we're and that survives I think because we operate as writer friends and not really beyond that and it makes you it gives you a safety net but you know the intellectual boundaries that you you're operating in 
The downside, I suppose, is you can end up sounding like a pretentious twat when you try and describe writer's group. Uh, something I haven't entirely avoided with my answer. Um, <laughs> because there's also dangerous... But what we have avoided as a group, absolutely, is we can be quite harsh, and I think that's oh, fair. Yeah. I mean, oh, I think yeah. you have to, because, again, it's trust. You know if you've written something shit, you want something. You want to be told it's shit, basically, yeah. In, yeah. in the nicest possible sense, but you do. Otherwise, the danger is it can become all a bit sort of, you know fried green tomatoes at the writers group or you know how yeah. to make an American writers group that sort of yeah, nat yeah, Ameri- yeah. just soft yeah. you know you Vaseline on the lens yeah. a bit too, you can do it just keep trying yeah mm. all that sort of stuff yeah. um, that, but again it's helped by the containing we know what, we know within what boundaries we're operating so um, sometimes it's hard sometimes you do but you if you've written shit you've written shit <laughs> well that's, that's almost the, re- the entire thing yeah. I think is no. different um, about what writing writing creative writing was like for me and Jen at university in that because we're all confident enough to be critical we all sort of have a go and we we, will we'll be quite brutal in terms of the feedback but also there's nobody in charge whereas in a creative writing course at university you've got the tutor and they're right whereas in our Mm -hmm. our situation you know say Joss thinks one thing and Natalie thinks another thing that I don't I don't feel the pressure to do what one of them says. I just get out of the way. I feel like I can just listen to both sides and then choose which one's right. Which is, you know, which one I I agree with, which one's right. Yeah, which one's right. I'm comfortable with that. The other reason is because everyone in the group, I think, has a certain level of writing which is very high. And I think if if there were weaker people in the group, you would feel quite awkward about critiquing work that wasn't very good. But because... I think we, we all feel safe in saying, saying and being critical sometimes because we like each other's work. Yeah, so there's that underlying I, I, yeah. appreciation <laughs> of everyone's work. So you can then you feel then more comfortable about saying what's wrong with it. Well, I think it's the skill is that we're critiquing as well. On a, we're critiquing te- technical stuff rather than the style of the writing. Mm. The style of the writing is down to the author and that's up to them. But that often gets confused. It got confused in creative writing courses sometimes. It's people were criti- critiquing the style of what you're writing, not the fact that the ending was in the wrong place. Or mm. whereas we're doing it the other way around, which I think is very... And I think we cover a lot of bases in this group as well. Everybody, I'm not good at focusing on a big picture, but other mm. people are. So the fact that you're coming at something from different angles means that you kind of cover all those bases. Mm. Whereas you do a really close reading, and I'm not so good and at that. So kind of the beginning, be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, absolutely. And we have the collective wisdom of the group, mm. which is always great. So, so Emily, has 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 writing group impacted on you? Yeah, no, it's definitely made me better at. Um, to receiving criticism, but also uh, on being more critical. So, uh, of my own work, mm-hmm. like you said, it's often even talking about other people's work helps you with your own work because you can see the patterns start to form. But, but just uh, but also better at uh, critiquing itself. So, going through something and picking out quite quickly what's wrong with it or what would work better. Um, yeah, which I've, I really enjoy. I love doing that. I, I really enjoy uh, reading critically. It gives me an opportunity to get better at doing that, which is good. Well, brilliant. And you're currently on a kind of leave of absence. <laughs> yeah. the group. Yes. Yes, I had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> What's that phrase, the prime in the hall? Yeah, we haven't seen you sort of in the group for a while. It's quite. Yeah. It's nice to have you have you back. Yes, it's nice to be back. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And we all met. And we all met your your baby as well, which was fantastic. <laughs> Jen, has the writing group impacted on you on your yes. life? Yes, yes, it does. It definitely has. Well, like Sophie said, really a regular time that you know that you're going to have to have, especially with a long sustained project, mm. a sort of a, an arbitrary deadline that you can work towards. I find mm. really really helpful. And also, I think reading other people's work. The, the difference between me and you and everybody else here is we go out with each other. So I see you before and after writing group, and you of, often leave writing group, you know, really fired up about writing, and you know what you want to do. 
occasionally you leave disappointed that it wasn't didn't go as well as you thought. But I certainly you you're always just saying Ryan Creek's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, I think that surprise has remained for me as well. Mm -hmm. Like that, we yeah. both were initially think thought we weren't going to get on, and now we're like, whoa, it's really good, isn't it? Like every so often, just reminding each other. That's I think that's what Joss was saying as well about that level of trust that you. I don't. I think we are very lucky. I don't think that any writing group that you could join would necessarily be as balanced, a very lucky group. Yeah. as critical <clears throat> as, and with such sort of, with that trust built into it, mm -hmm. I think that really helps. Yeah, it's a big thing. Is it? I, I really enjoy reading work out, and that's the main thing that I think that probably the main thing that writing groups give me is, it, is that buzz of reading your work and having people comment on it, no matter whether the comments are good or bad uh, or a mixture. It's a real, uh, I get a real thrill from it, and you do come away from it. It's a privilege for us yeah. too. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Natalie can't stand reading stuff out. She keeps making Angela do it. Well, yesterday she made Joss do it. Me do it, which is a surprise. Well, it really fucked with my head. Do you, do you enjoy hearing it, or do you like? Enjoyment doesn't come into it. <laughs> um, so I do enjoy writer's group, but I find my slot painful. Mm. But a necessary pain. Like, I learn loads. Mm. Um, but I don't I don't think that I would learn any more if I was reading it. I think I would learn less because I'd be so uncomfortable. Mm. So I really appreciate the fact that the group doesn't have rules. And if I want to ask someone else to read my stuff, everyone seems cool with that. I could keep cool reading to that. try that myself. Yeah. It's interesting. I think it's it'd be interesting to hear something. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's funny, isn't it? Because you always think, oh, you know, I always think, oh, when I read mine out, I'm going to do it justice. But I mean, mm. I feel sometimes I've read stories and I haven't, I haven't done them done right justice, at all. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. well, what? Like, you know, a few weeks ago, I did a character piece that was from a first person. And I think that it got much harsher feedback in the room than I think it would have had if I hadn't have read it. Mm. Because uh, I went, <laughs> the feedback I got from people on cold, you know, cold reading and then coming back to it was very different from what I got in the room, and I think it was because of my delivery. It's a shame, so I'm supposed to be a performer. Mm. It was, it was on our <laughs> course, wasn't it, that one of the classes, um, we always read each other's work, and I found that incredibly painful because it depended who you got. If you got, like, Angela to read it, that was, yeah. you were lucky, and Angela would read it brilliantly. But then there were a few other people in the group, you'd, your heart would sink as they, they Bill, handed your Bill, story. I'm going to have to bring Bill up again. If you got Bill, it was awful. I can't remember, but it was just, yeah, you, you just sit there cringing as they just didn't read it right, so, that, so what you were trying to say wasn't put yeah, across. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> really it's a very awful. typical I think thing. That choice it? is good, yeah. but uh, the choice of who reads it, I think, is... is yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree with that. For you doing yeah. Strips. yeah, I think that's also partly why I now chose to read it myself rather than have you guys do the characters, because that's the first time you read it, and for one thing, you don't know what's coming, and you don't entirely know how it's meant, and then you, as well, trying to critique it and think about it. And often I found myself going, that's not no, no, yeah. no, no yeah, it's, but uh, it's no, frustrating. Yeah, so if you're directing it, it, you can stop them exactly. doing and make them do it again. Exactly, and, and then then you tell them what is, and obviously they had read the whole script, so they know what's coming and but where they. Couldn't, couldn't you flip that argument from. around though? That if you were sending that script off to somebody, yeah, they got all they've got is the text on the yes, page. Yeah. So if, 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 if we're reading it incorrectly the first time, then you have to. There's a point to that, but then also. No, I agree. It's two sides of the same coin. Reading a book or anything. Thing. You read it when in your head. It, yeah, you read it in your head, and then you think you find out more information in the next paragraph, and you go, oh, "Okay, so that was actually meant to be like that." So, yeah. I think the experience of reading a, a script—if you're right. getting sent a script when you read it, 
it's going to be different from having a group of people who don't who've never read the script no, before exactly, read out yeah. the characters yeah. because you 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 can put your own emphasis in and you can go oh I'll go back and change that emphasis because I can see that that's different mm. whereas we've got it locked in you know I left that gap there yeah, no, no, yeah. 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 like, if the emphasis isn't there full stop then sometimes yeah, but, it, but it, also it, it is a little bit different with scripts because it, it it will be interpreted later on yeah no no I agree that's a different process so it will be interpreted by the director by the actor it will never be exactly how the writer intended it or wrote it it was certainly interesting last was it last night or the night before when you read out the script completely in your own voice and it was it was easier to listen to I found which I was surprised yeah I don't think it's a better way to do it when you've got a part in someone else's script and everybody's got a part you're constantly looking for your next bit that you're going to read and you can miss the bit before speak for yourself I'm in the room. I'm in the zone. With everyone reading the piece, it's quite nice to to hear and sort of feel that reaction of people. If you just read it to yourself, then you have it as a group. You kind of you hear that. Oh, yeah. You can. Oh, or, or if someone so you laughs, more, that's yeah, you get a more nice, of a yeah. live reaction. It's to fascinating as well how, how the piece much works. reading it to people changes it because I read stuff out yeah. loud at home. But then I read it to you lot, mm. and suddenly it's yeah. rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's completely, it's, it sounded completely different, like a yeah. word will jump yeah, out. Mm. Oh, there's nothing yeah. worse though as well than when you you start reading it out and you go, you go three lines in and you're like, this feeling. is <laughs> rubbish, <laughs> I know it's rubbish, I want to stop they're going to say it's rubbish, how can I stop, yeah, how can I never end this reading process so I don't have to hear them say it's rubbish. So, Angela, how has uh, has writing group impacted in your life? Could you say or not? <laughs> in increased levels of guilt and shame. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, you have a really high tolerance. For those. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm 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 really critical, yeah. um, and uh, I have with my own writing, especially. I constantly think it's, it's it's rubbish, and so it takes me a really, really long time to write things. Even even a paragraph will have several iterations, and I'll finally settle on something. And then when I when I do bring a piece to the group, I still think it's rubbish. I think it's going to be terrible, but but <laughs> miraculously, people think it's okay. <laughs> And so I'm, I'm a very fearful writer. And Won't be the next time you read. Yeah. <laughs> now we've got that information. <laughs> but um, so having, having positive feedback is really, it's like exponentially useful to me, just giving me that, that confidence that I'm not, I'm not probably as bad as I think I am. Or mm. either that or you're all just very well, nice. And that's another thing that I think is, is interesting about this group is that it has become focused on the idea as well of, Helping, helping us to achieve writing. It's not just bring in your writing. Is it, what's it like? Let's critique it. It's like like we've had sort of we had a whole kind of session like this that wasn't recorded where the we intervention the, the, <laughs> where, with Angela where we where she wanted to, to write and she said how can I write and we all told her how we we would do it we, and you ended up with a you blogged about it didn't you Natalie I think you blogged the final learning that we'd all achieved in mm -hmm. that session and it was good for all of us I think you mm. weren't there though no. were you? Mm. what was uh, the Emily? Um, right. well it's in a book okay. right yeah just right right point five right a couple things happened as a result of that I got a laptop because 
I needed to be able to go away from my house mm. and write, and I didn't have a portable writing device. Well, notebook. And then, and Natalie was amazing. I don't know if I've properly thanked you for the space that you've provided, but it was super useful, and it was such a nice. Uh, Natalie invited <coughs> me to her home and just let me be for a few hours uh, on a few Tuesdays, and it gave me a real real sort of boost to, to get some words on paper where I didn't have any distractions of my my home and all of the other things. I was just meant to be there just doing that at that time. And and I did. And I really did. And she made me some nice food as well. And then, yeah, and I was meant to learn how to cook throughout these few weeks. Yeah, you were. That didn't really work out. Cause, cause, we'll, cause, still, we'll still do some. Because <laughs> that was a separate time from the intervention. And that was quite interesting. I, I don't know. who Was it... Was it we, I was there. Were you there, Joss? Was it just me and you? What when? Yeah. What we were advi- when? When? when nah, there's more of us. Were there for the, for when Angela were advising what things she could do to help her? Not with the advising. Not not with the in, uh, original intervention, <laughs> mate, but with the when when basically Natalie went. You're gonna write. You're gonna come to my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was there. Then, well, suddenly yeah, yeah. it was hardball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they were they were negotiating. Things were serious. The stakes were high. Yeah, it was. No, it was a negotiation. It was. I was like, I don't know who's gonna win this. <laughs> but I'm just gonna stay quiet. There, was, there wasn't any resistance. No, 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 no. It was it, no. That's true. That's true. But there was a le- level of negotiation that was it was interesting. And in fact, that was when that was when you you were pushing for the. Which makes sense to be able to give something back. You were going to teach her how to how to cook. Instead, she edited the most painful piece <laughs> of writing that I've had to commit to for some time. That's right. A beautiful piece of work edited by Angela. Because Angela's big strength is that she's a great editor. She's the editorial. Really. You're actually in my blog today is the editorial wizard. <laughs> <laughs> editorial wizard. And and that and but but that but you've got to you've got to edit. You're a very excellent editor. But you've got to write as well because you're an excellent writer. Anyway, all right, let's try. We'll we'll, we'll have some free for alls, I guess. Oh. Okay, so writer's block. How do we feel about writer's block? I'll words, go words fail me. Um, I blocked. I blocked. I can't say. I, I, it's not something I suffer <clears throat> from. So I have no writer's block. I just write crap. Yeah, so me too. I'm at the opposite end of your problem, but which is why I find writer's group so helpful. I just, I, I've just never experienced writer's block. I just don't necessarily know how to write what I want to write. Yeah, I have. Mm. I, my my problem is writer's time. I, can, I if I'm if I, I can write. That's not a problem. I I don't have block, but I, I find it hard to fit the time in to do it. And what I think actually how writing group Im- impacted on my life because I guess I didn't I missed that bit is um, that what it's it's teaching me to do is to hone my writing to a much higher standard because I I I blur blur it all out out it all goes and then I, I revise it a few times and I'm like oh it's it's brilliant now. <laughs> the world is going to be changed. Smack down on the table, and that's not that's not the best way of uh, being a writer. And I'm really learning to to craft it, and it's horrible, and it takes much more <laughs> pain. Uh, but thanks for the pain, everyone. <laughs> so, but you 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 get blocked, don't you, Jen? I don't. I'm loath to call it block, but yes, I get stuck a lot. I'm loath to call it block because I think it's lots of different things. If I'm working on something, I might get stuck about what I'm going to do next. And then sometimes it's a motivational problem, and I'll think this is too big and I just can't do it and I don't know what to do. And sometimes it's just a motivational problem in that I just can't be bothered. 
and so I think those those strands mean that it's less of a block and more of a. She's doing some great hand moves. Tune in for next week's episode. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a block. It's it's more um, heard up. a maze, maybe. Writing. Oh, always turn right. That's not a bad. That's not a bad metaphor for yeah. it, though. I think that people, whatever whoever the writer they have a problem where they get stuck in a maze they may have a dead end or they may be just going around in circles but everybody has some kind of problem to get out to the end and there's a way out of it there isn't a way out of a block maybe I'm thinking about it too literally but a block sort of implies a big big stone block or something whereas it's more fluid than that I think does anybody else have anything to say about writing block really I guess one of the things that I struggle with is just having having a story that's original, like the month of living dangerously story. I'm I was str- I'm struggling to write because I think the the premise. I'm not in love with my own premise, mm-hmm. and I think I can write some nice pieces around it, but I'm still not sold on my own story, <laughs> which makes it slightly uninspiring. But, but <laughs> I, I, no, I, I do take really that frequent problem, I think, for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I th- how much do you ever actually predetermine the story that you're going to write? I mean, it's, it, it, sometimes you just have to write and, and the, the story will come to it. Yeah. Will come I, yeah. To you. I think that's where my... I, I don't have writer's block in that I can't write, but I always have problems with endings and finishing things. So I'll have a great idea and I'll charge through the first half and then not really know how to end it or yeah not, or, ha- or have an ending but don't know how to get there so there'll be the middle but it's, I think short stories amplify those those issues yeah. massively because in a novel you've got time to return to something much later on whereas in a short story the mechanics of what you're doing can overpower yeah. the story you're trying to tell and then you lose then you try and come up with some big denouement or big but actually, yeah. really good short stories, a lot of the time there isn't that. Mm-hmm. In it. I, the I, more impact you try and put in, the more t- in a way you take out. I, I read somewhere, really I think it was a quote from Rose Tremaine recently saying mm. that in a, when you're writing a novel, an ending has to be earned. So yeah. you, you mm. shouldn't start <clears throat> out knowing exactly what happens in the end, yeah. you have to earn it by the process. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think, I've been thinking about it since, and I'm not sure that's true for short stories. I think with a short story, you, you yeah. often need to know the end and then work to have the end. Yeah, I think that's true. I think it's different for a novel than from a. For, for a short story but then it, with, with all of these rules there's always the exceptions on yeah, the moment like yeah. I, I'm sure that sometimes you just get the idea for the end of the novel and then you have to write the entire novel yeah, to, to say to that it, yeah. thing yeah. But, but I think that maybe that's the source of my what, what you might describe as a block sometimes is that I don't start with the ending I sometimes start with a character or a situation and then sort of merrily go along until I realise that I'm not really going anywhere and that's mm. when I scram to a halt and yeah, and a bit, I mean, it's not, but the skill, there is a skill. I mean, Carver, or his editor, and or his editor, you know, he would just leave stories that appear to finish in the middle. Mm. Uh, and if it's done well, you don't notice it hasn't got the, the fact that it hasn't got an ending is part of the story. Uh, so it's, it's, but I do agree, it's very then, it's, for short stories. It's really that, difficult. In that example, though, he's earned he's earned the ending because if people are saying it doesn't matter that it finishes there, then he's earned that, that. is an ending. Yeah, and it's, and it's yeah. an ending. Yeah, yeah, but it's not an ending in, in the sense of it's not a narrative ending. In the no, sense no. that we've been using it's a, it, it is a physical end. But it's not, and that it's not yeah, a complete. Yeah, I think the same problem is that you, you sometimes, I sometimes get a bit bogged down in plot. Yeah, sort of tying yeah that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Like what's yeah. going to happen? Yeah. Whereas in fact, like you say, lots of great short stories, not nothing. Nice. At all. Oh, you just, I just always come back to that. Just tell the story. Mm. 
just tell, just say what's happened, what's ha- what's happening, and out of that, that is something you say quite often. You can, you, can, you, can, you can edit back in the story afterwards. Just write. Don't worry about that. If you conflate the two processes, as I've been doing this morning, you end up writing the same three hundred words over and over and over again. Well, that's. Really? I think that you were, we're kind of generally split in the group with people who write a sentence again and again and again and again, or a paragraph again and again and again and again, and get frustrated by that, and people who spiel it all out. Mm. And then look at it and go, "What the hell is this? It doesn't mean anything." Uh, and they're both the same, the same impulse. It's just a different way of dealing with it, isn't it? I guess. How do we feel about the idea of success? <laughs> Forget yeah. to be finished. What, 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 what is it? <laughs> well, well, that's, how many that's people, the question. How many people around the table know what success would be for them? Because I don't know if I know. No, I don't. Yeah. If I finish a piece, that's that's. Success. Finish, finishing a piece for years yeah, is, is success. That's good. Different levels of success as well. Like you say, just finish something, complete something that you're happy with. That's yeah. one type of success. Yeah. And then what generally maybe be considered a success is money and you know making a living of it or being s- successful in the way that you're known as as a writer. Yeah. But, so there, are d- yeah, you kind of in a way have to first define what success is. Because I, I find that success is a what used to be a com- much more complicated thing for me than it is now. So it used to be I used to have these very very lofty ambitions, mm-hmm. and I used to always be frustrated that I was nowhere near achieving them. Whereas now I'm like, if I can make enough money from making ru- art of some kind, writing music, whatever, to not have to work and to be able to do the, my mm. real work writing then if I get that right and I've got an audience because I think an audience is important like an audience seems to me to be what most people on one level are thinking about when they're talking about success because mm. what's the point in writing or is there a point in writing if you don't have an audience yes so I mean it took me a long time to figure out whether or not I had any wish for an audience so I've written my whole life, but not to be read, just because that's how I think and that's how I manage myself is just through a lot of writing. And I've spent the last year struggling over like, well, why do you, you know, so what's this about? Why do you want an audience? Why do you want to publish? What is that about? So I think there is a point. But um, I think that's the difference between maybe I've only recently started to call myself a writer that what I do is writing because I think I'm now looking to get published. And well, you're blogging now, so you are looking for an audience to yeah. a certain extent. But yeah, so I think there is. I, I don't know. I, I can see that for some people there is a point. There isn't, I don't think, a point for me to write a story if nobody else reads it no. but me. No, I, I think it depends a bit what you're writing. Yeah, that's right. You write non-fiction. Yeah. yeah. So maybe there's a fiction non-fiction divide on that. I think I, I, I've always loved reading published books. I've always loved books, and I, that's what has always inspired me. Is I wanted to do that. I wanted to copy what make a I book. Was, yeah, make a book. Yeah, so so create what I was loving so much. So the end product for me is a book on a shelf. Yeah, or a book that you download electronically. To your <laughs> <laughs> that's not a book. That's narration. <laughs> yeah. well, I think there's always, there's always that thing as well of like when you see a writer in an interview on TV and they sound very intelligent and you're like, would I be intelligent or not if I was there and <laughs> start imagining it? I would not be. I'm terrified <laughs> of that idea. 
I think you'd be alright. You would be alright. Yeah. I think you'd be fine. You'd have media training. Can't speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can write. Well, yeah, but this is the this is the end of a few days of writing and late and drinking and stuff, and and and, and so you, I'm sure you would be able to speak better on TV. Yeah. I think success for me would be writing something that readers enjoyed enough to want to read something else by me. Ah, yeah, that's yeah, a that's great nice. definition. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't ever expect particularly to earn a living from writing novels or short stories. I, I don't it's a bit expect unrealistic. it. No. Um, although it would be lovely. So I think that it's uh, I would measure success in how people received my work. And well, that's true too. To be asked to do more work or to be asked I mean, I'm certainly finding that to. with my podcast is that, well, I, I feel pretty successful because people are responding to it even though it's not making any money. Mm. I mean, the only reason I want to be able to make money from writing at a very small amount is just so that I can have the time to write. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a time issue that makes me need that to be success. Mm. But in terms of what I desire to be successful, I but think your definition true, is much better. It's a lot easier to make money to buy yourself the time to write, not by writing, but by doing other things. Well, that's one. That's a big. That's is one of the great life debates. It's a lot it? easier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but how do you? But you don't write while you're making that money to buy yourself time in the future. So I, for me, I've got to be exercising the craft, or I'm not. I'm not really developing, and I'm not really interested in living. But then I'm, I'm, I'm a very weird case because I can't really have conversations without making them into art these days. So I'm not really a kind of normal case. I'm a bit of a workaholic, somebody said to me the other day, and I realised mm. it was true. Which is not something I'd ever thought of myself as a workaholic mm -hmm. because that's what people in suits are like, not people that... Can't, don't get dressed. Dave's by the way. Dave's always wearing his pajamas. I'm wearing my pajamas. I can say that because I am too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it's not morning. Right? No, it's not, it's not morning. It's uh, it's quarter to four. Okay. So, can a book or a work of art change your life? And which ones did? Oh yeah. Well, there's a big difference between change your life and. Um, like, I, it's it's inconceivable to me not to have the consolation of books, like, throughout life and at different times. That doesn't mean I would be able to single out books that changed my life. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure that's true. So reading itself but changes reading itself, it, like, has... It's... Absolutely. Because I think there's a, different, a difference between changing your life and changing you. The quality of your yeah, life. I yeah, yeah. I think that's true. I think almost a book should change you. If it's a successful book, it has... Change your understanding. Of you mm. changes your understanding or changes the way you and, and your t And your taste and the way that you read afterwards. So, so you, mm. you, you develop, as you get older, um, a taste for a certain kind of reading. Um, and I think that's how books change you most. It's, it's, so it shapes the, the, what you appreciate and the person you become and what yeah. you like to read. And as a writer, what then what you like to write as well. See, so I can pick out, I think I can pick out a couple of books at this moment in time. If I thought about it loads, I probably could pick yeah, out more. Yeah. But I, can, I can pick out books that changed. I don't know if they, they change, maybe they just make you discover new things about yourself. I can certainly pick books out that, that have had a massive impact on me, although I'm still not sure I'd use the word changed my life. Well, I think... Maybe mm. changed your perspective. Perspective, yeah. that's probably better. Like the, the Dispossessed phrase. by Ursula Le Guin changed the way I thought about politics. So I can say that. But I don't know if the way that I 
changed in the way I think about politics really altered the way I live my life. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I need to think about that. <laughs> That's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting philosophical point in the sense that don't the things that you, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate, but don't the things you respond to most in a piece of art is something that is already in you. Yeah. you it's reinforcing yeah. you, not yeah, contradicting, so therefore it's not the notion of it changing you therefore becomes impossible at that point. It actually encourages you in the channel you're already on. I'm, I'm not it, sure that's true or not, it, but that's, a, it that's can the provide you with, Sometimes it can provide you with information that you weren't, can, you didn't have open, access to. So you, It can open windows onto things that you, don't, you weren't yeah. aware of before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. But I, I'm just, it's but the yeah, word change. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not no, I think I, I'm always a bit suspicious of the idea that a book can change people's life. Well, it's the sort of thing Oprah Winfrey would say. I was interested to see what writers would say. Well, it's not just what Oprah says. There was this huge debate a while ago in the States kind of saying, you know, all these campaigns that it's National Reading Day mm. or all these campaigns that basically say it's better for people to read. There's been a questioning of that, mm. kind of saying, well, <laughs> depends what people are reading. And is that actually true? Or just do a bunch of us think that, you know, is it really important that people are, I mean, it's such, for some people, it's such a blasphemous question but if, if you look at it properly like do we need nat national book reading day do we need mm. this do we need that it's a little bit like well it's depends what you're feeding your brain with and are we also sort of applying this kind of more moral more sensible approach to the idea that a book can change <laughs> the world because that's the one i really get suspicious of like i have the bible would be well but, you the could, yeah, but didn't the culture that wrote the Bible oh, make the, the same Bible? Question, Doesn't yeah. the Bible reflect the culture rather than the culture reflect? Or oh, you have to add in though, but it gives the culture or whatever we want to put the the, focus, divided, the ongoing yeah. point of reference to which it can return over millennia in itself. Like no, no, I, 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 the Bible changed the world because it's the stories mm. in the Bible, which are, are the reason the memes that mean that the Bible is still popular today. Yeah, there's a lot of value in that too. I'm, I, so it, I whether it's a, a priest standing up in the church and telling you the story of Jesus, or whether you're reading it in the Bible, it's still the story which has got that, mm. that massive pull, which is what still means people are Christians. So that and they the use Bible, those stories to try and change other people's lives on an ongoing basis, yeah. constantly. It's con strong, and same with the Quran. Strong and the stories same, can change the world, yeah, yeah definitely. That's what history is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I mean, how, I mean, I agree that the Bible, because it became a focus point for a historical kind of fishmongers push i mean because i mean a lot of the stories in the bible are repetitions of other stories and that have gone throughout time and there's the whole kind of there's only five stories and blah 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 so <laughs> all of that is not to say you're wrong but just to muddy the water slightly mm. and say it's so hard to say a definite yes things can change i see what people mean when they say there are only five stories but i think to be honest it's a little bit i think that's true that, i agree with <laughs> you i've only ever come up with five there's, there's loads there's loads <laughs> more variations than yeah. that yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
then so stories well. will. Yeah, and so yeah, stories absolutely. will still change things, even if they're very complicated and weird and fragmented. Well, and in the news that we watch on the television, that's all just a bunch of stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and also I'm stories saying. can be a, 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 the focal point for around which subculture forms as yeah. well. So it is the story that, that we unites people and we tell ourselves about why. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And does the novel have a future? Yeah. 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 Yes. Please, please tell me it does. I haven't wasted the last four years. Well, we, does a half novel have a few? I think it's, we would all say that. We would all say that. We no, all write novels. No, I think the novel definitely will. It, the question is really in what form will it be? The novel and the story will Which always the be there. I have, yeah. And then whether it's on paper in a book, whether it's digital, whether yeah. it's something else that we don't know about. Because there's a different process to reading a novel than watching a film or a, or yeah. a TV programme. And it's really about whether the process will, that, that process of sitting in contemplation on one's own. Yeah. Will that live on or not? Yeah. That's the. I mean, because I. I mean, I think that modern TV programs are e easily as complex and powerful as the nineteenth-century novels. Yeah. That came out. You know, the Dickens or any of that stuff that I mm. haven't really read. So, <laughs> so it's easy for you to say. Yeah. 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 Because I, I have no, no, no. That's a slam dunk television your point. program. I mean, really, what I'm doing is I'm. Oh, The Wire. Yeah, The Wire. The Wire would be. Well, what I'm doing here is I'm repeating my dad really, who did read all of those things and has watched The Wire. In fact, in The Wire was the. What was the thing where it's like, oh look, they're now as complicated as nineteenth-century novels, and I think that's true. I worry that the process of sitting in quiet com contemplation won't be. No, I don't agree. Won't be an option. I, I think people will still want it. I just wonder if we could. It's very hard I to get quiet. I think people need it. I think it will yeah. always be an option because that's what we. Some of us will insist upon. Yeah. yeah. Enough yeah. of us. Do you think it will be um, just another of the many uh, minorities though, like the minority of people who like to watch well, what live what trends art, am I missing out on that would suggest that like reflective time is going away uh, the well the internet mm. yeah, yeah but, but, <laughs> this, this that but the other thing well, is, I'm, I'm pointing at smartphones the other thing <laughs> but the number one best-selling item on Amazon is is the Kindle which mm. is a reading device so that's, that's very I mean. true as well but yeah. that doesn't mean that that doesn't get rid of the, the device is solitude is device agnostic in that sense isn't it yeah. you're really yeah. a e-reader yeah. or a novel exactly yeah. that's yeah. what I'm saying yeah, 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 yeah. 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 so I guess what I'm asking you well, what you're saying solitude is about the reading because we're we're communicating much more often. Well, actually, I think that people are going to want <coughs> solitude more. I think yeah. I actually think that the, the, the novel, yeah. point, the novel yeah, in whatever form it is, is yeah. probably yeah. due for a bit of a revival in a few years when everyone gets sick of how fragmented Please. it all is. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love it. I love, be finished by I love swimming in the internet. Yeah. It's great. It's a I, think much greater I, it, I think a much greater threat to the novel than solitude is attention span in terms yeah. of maybe that's, it might that's just right. that we need shorter yeah. stories. I think the, sh the short story might kind of have a bit I think the short story is kind of... That's right, you, you were saying on Twitter that you want, yeah, why, why isn't some... Yeah, I don't think it's been taken advantage of yet, but if you can download for 50p a short story, I, I don't think anyone has really... There is a downside though, that if you look at the music model when digital came along and, and the ability to make music in a computer, so instead of it Piracy. costing 20 grand, it costs five grand mm. or less than that grand, you know, do you get an awful lot of twats? Yeah. If you make the distribution that, free that, that, and you get a lot of idiots making music. If you look at the um, Amazon Kindle page, the yeah, front page is yeah, covered yeah. with rubbish. Yeah, exactly. But it does, it does create the nugget, the root for nuggets. But, but as well, I think that'll settle down as, as, it, as we sort of look at Yeah, you might, you could be right. And anyway, what you're talking about in terms of music, yes, okay, loads of bad musicians suddenly started bombarding us all, but we also found occasional people who would... No, that's what I said, yeah. You get the golden nugget, you're absolutely right, but you, it's... 
a lot. I think a process has to settle down before yeah. it, before, it, before the good stuff starts to rise up again. Yeah, sort of absolutely. Learning, learning how to use well, I think we're in technology. a really, at the moment, artistically, I think we're potentially in a kind of renaissance period where people are actually starting to understand how to use the internet mm. to make things that connect with people mm. rather than push us all apart. I mean, that's one of the things I was talking to you the other day about what I'm trying to do with this show. Actually, it's kind of, even though it's going out over the internet, it's really trying to connect in a more, like an hour long conversation. Mm. It's, it's hard to find like a mm. time. And I mean, I know because I'm trying to schedule them with people. It's really hard to find an hour to have a conversation. And I think conversation is a quite an essential part of, of human existence, just yeah. as just as reading on your own is, I think. So I'll ask one more question, then we'll do reading this, basically. Um, but <laughs> you'll see, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. You'll see. I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't give that away before I actually bring it up. I guess I'm giving you warning now. I've got internet access. Think about, think about books you'd advise people to read if you, if they were writing, and or answer this question, uh, which is, how do people feel about the way that blurbs on the back of novels give away a lot of the plot inside? Can I try to doesn't bother me hugely. I like blurbs. You like I like I like I like a good blurb. Mm. I don't like a blurb that tells me stuff that's right. really yeah, tiny, yeah. tiny. It's like a trailer. You you feel really conflicted I, about. I it. I do feel really conflicted about it because obviously you need to, be able to read whether you want to read the book, mm. so you need a blurb. Thank but you on the much. other hand, they, it, so often, even if it's a tiny twist and that you're going to get in the first page, it's really nice to mm. read that yourself and have your own response to it. But the nature of a blurb means that it always has got to tell you some of those things. Yeah. So there's always going to be yeah. things that you, if you've read the blurb, are going to um, already know when you come to read it. Mm. Although, on the other hand, I've also got an awful memory, so if I leave enough time between reading <laughs> 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 I'll probably be all right. Well, it's a thing I think that upsets a lot of writers when you have to write a, a synopsis of your work and you send it to a publisher and you're like, you I've given... Well, no, the advice is you should yeah. give away the book. Yeah, but you don't, you don't want, want to. Right. Book, but you don't want to. Yeah. And so you're like, <laughs> I have to give away everything that's good yeah. about this book in order for someone to... Want to read it. Want to read it? Yeah. What, yeah. How does that I, work? I find that different, not necessarily with books, but because I write screenplays. Um, you, you, want it, you want the story to evolve and for one, watching the story for it to be a surprise and a twist and a turn. That's all right, John. <laughs> but with trailers... That has to be in it, like the what sets the story off and a few plot points is all in the trailer. So once you've seen that, that's no, that's no longer a surprise or a reveal in the in the film. And to me, sometimes that that affects a little bit how you write it because you know, well, this will already be known, so I better just get it over with quickly. I don't know. So I think it's an art form, you know, to write trailers and blurbs, and there's just crap ones, and then there's mm, yeah, yeah. You know. the, the art form's gone out of trailers. Yeah, yeah. trailers and films to are really when I was, uh, when I was just formula now. Uh, when Were I was you in high school, all our blurbs? I wanted to be the person because I worked at a video store, mm. and I wanted to be the person that wrote the blurbs on the back of the VHS boxes. Mm. I thought that that would be something I would be pretty darn good at. You okay. wrote a feminist age, version yeah. of props. At the age of 16. I was like, but you know, it's Why never it too late to become the thing that you were won't. meant to be, Angela. What's that? It's, it's never too late. It just won't be <laughs> on the back of a video. You would be good at that. <laughs> you would be good at that. You, you sort of wrote a bit of your own blurb last night. That was good. I can't remember what you said, but it was an excellent little phrase about your, your writing. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't, does anyone remember that? No. I don't remember. Mm. She said, like, oh, like Kansas? No. Oh, no, Nebraska. 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 <laughs> but no, that wasn't it. No, no, it wasn't that. 
I did actually try to write my own blurb the other day. I thought it might help with my novel idea. Oh, uh, yeah. Did it? To find out what yeah, it's about. Kind of, yeah, to kind of like s- get the idea to, or like what it's actually about. And See, I do that. Yeah. I write blurbs. But then I write blurbs, but then I get sad that the when I send it to the publisher, they won't use my blurb. They'll <laughs> yeah. use their own people, <laughs> and I'll be like, better. yeah, I know, I know what I want to say. Mm-hmm. You, they will, did you say? I think so, no. No, you get marks on marketing to bottle write the blurb. Yeah. And you have no say over what your no, what probably, your picture no, of the book is. There's an argument about that recently in the article in the Guardian. One female author, her books keep getting dressed up like chiclet novels, but and yeah. she feels they're not chiclet. Oh, they sell crap loads, yeah. but she's. She told to actually her contracts come to an end as well, so there might be a bit of PR in this. But she's she won't publish with that publishing house again because they keep wrongly selling her books. She has no control contractually. Yeah. She's buggered. It really so. depends on the deal you get, but I think if in terms of a first time first time novelist in your first book, I don't think you have. I think you, you can suggest. Yeah, yeah suggest. But I, I, it, it really yeah, depends how bonkers you are. Yeah. If you if you if it's you're reasonable, then they'll go yeah. with it, and if you're not, then they won't. That's why I'm always worried about the meeting. <laughs> Because I think they will come across as reasonable, but fingers crossed they will. So books on how to write. Has anybody found any books that have helped them to write? Can be fiction, can be non-fiction, can be anything. Mm, Yeah, I read a book called Learn How to Sit Still by a novelist. It's fascinating. It's really fascinating. Yeah, that's very interesting. It's not directly about writing, though he's a writer, but it's about trying to buy yourself mental space and time to, to do it and, and to eradicate stresses from but it's not done in a self-help way at all it just tells you what happened to him and a medical thing that happened to him and it was really interesting it was really well written and it just about being able to slow your life down through certain forms meditation being one of them so that he could then actually get back to eradicating the stresses that are preventing him from really writing the, the way he wanted to it's really, it's really I found it really I found it actually very moving it's very well written which helped Otherwise, it would have been a bit. But it wasn't preachy. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, that sounds good. There was what well, I brought in for you guys to read once. That Zadie Smith. Yeah, essay, yeah, yeah. That, that's that, that crafty feeling. Called, oh, I, I think that's what it was called. I can't yeah. remember, but it's in her latest book of essays, and it's a an essay about about writing, and it's not just about her writing, but about writing in general and oh, how God. her style differs from other styles because a lot of people. Don't like Zadie Smith, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not big yeah, man. but but it's about it's not about like how she writes. It's about how she writes and about how other people yeah. write and about how she writes. So it's different, from, you know, that there are different different ways to write depending on you know your personality. Well, it's the col- like the column in the in Time Out, how I yeah, write. how I write. Yeah, the authors write in completely different ways. Always completely different. different. Always different. But but it's always interesting to read them. No. I've, saved, no. I've saved them all for the past three years, if you ever want to look at them. I have them. I've, I've, I've well, got you got have them. been busy not writing. <laughs> <laughs> I have them in a folder. I probably will have them. I mean, I, I, this isn't my uh, recommendation, but I, I read... Um, uh, James Elroy's book oh, about yeah. the, him, his, his kind of a memoir. Never start with weather and stuff. Is that in that? Was that him who said that? I don't. I don't know. He. he, he I mean, he he witnessed his mother's mm. murder when he was a kid, and then it, and now he writes L.A. Confidential yeah. and other. Mm. And it's just it's it's all about that. But it's it's so honest, and it's all about all. It's got lots of stuff, Oedipal stuff that's complicated to read. But I don't write anything like him. And I don't want to have that kind of experience to make me write like him. But yeah. reading his process was helpful, even though it 
I, even though it wasn't, do you know what I mean? Even though, you know, just reading a different person's way of doing things is always valuable, I think. Mm. I'm just it's quietly nice. relieved that we're not going to be reading any Oedipal stuff from you. That's no. I'm trying to keep that. No, well, you, you, never, know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you could blow us out. Could be, is it a double actually, bluff? Actually, I've got a play. <laughs> that's going to say, a massive um, tome. I, it, it is possible that you might read stuff like that from me, but anyway, moving on. Anybody else got any... any, any what, what? I... I I will not be able to talk about this book because I've forgotten it. But (laughs) (laughs) it was very good. Walter Mosley's This Year You Will Write Your Novel. Is that the right title? This Year year, year, I Will Write Your Novel. That was really inspiring and it was just really readable. It was, you just read, I just read the whole thing like I would read a novel and it was really inspiring and I can't remember anything else. (laughs) Why is it, why is it, because you don't go, you don't have loads of CDs available to you if you're a musician going out on like how to make an album or how to make a folk song or, you know, for writing for for some reason it's, it's part of the writing subculture, it's a massive... You do get it from musicians, you do get, I've read books about how to be a musician and I've read yeah, in, there may be. I'm not saying there and, aren't, um, but I'm in sure scale, in but scale, of, as a percentage of the industry, is why is that? Because writers write, don't they? So they write yeah. a book. They write another book about. Yeah, I th- so yeah, I think that's what it is. Mm. I think also more people want to be writers than want to be musicians. Ah, yes. yeah. I think almost I mean, everybody yeah, wants to be a writer. But isn't there an irony that the writers you're reading are sitting there, but they could be doing other writing? They're writing a book about writing. vicious circle. Sometimes they are amazing. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're not good. Just it's just interesting that it's. It's quite slightly inward-looking, and for, for you know, maybe that's part of writing. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I, I'm not. I have no answer to. It. I just I find it fascinating that it happens so much. My, my, I mean, well, my yeah, two, that's the other. Yeah, my exactly. two books are that that I think are really good for writing are "Steering the Craft" by Ursula Le Guin, um, and um, "How to Write a Damn Good Novel" by what's his name? Frey. Somebody Frey. James Frey. Robert Frey? No, I think it's James Frey, but it's not not the same as the... It's James N. Frey, which is... And there was an author called James Frey at the time. Because James Frey's a familiar name. Yeah, that's him. It's not him. (coughs) It's a different person. It's called How to Write a Damn Good Novel (laughs) 2. It's number two, because the first one's really basic. And what I like about it is it's really the opposite of all of the kind of pretentious stuff. It's like How to Write a Novel That Sells. And even if you want to write a literary novel, you've got to make it sell. And it's it's, it's really, really... um, I guess it was a refreshing, different approach to the one I take myself. Um, did you say one? Um, no, the, I, I really enjoyed Stephen King's on writing. Although, like mm-hmm. Jen, I can't really remember why now. I don't yeah. remember technically what so it gave me. You, you, have, you yeah, brought, brought, brought that, that with you, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, I just I, enjoyed I, reading. I'm I think kind of he's, the same. I enjoyed it he's such a good writer that yeah. he wrote. It's, it's just really easy to read, and it's, it's very it enjoyable. Is, yeah. And it's, it's good about writing as well. But my other one was. Um, it's a bit funny because I don't really write poetry, but it's a book about poetry called Rhymes Reason, which is a very, very technical book on um, rhyme and rhythm in poems and different poem structures and how they work. But even if you don't write poetry, I think it's fascinating because it tells you a lot about the rhythm of language and why mm. certain mm. words work, why you know, to, to rhythm in sentences and that kind of thing. Uh, I think so I, a, yeah, I'd agree. I think it's. I think that's a part of writing that's really missed a lot of the time. That's why some passages just don't work. It's mm. not the. It's not that's what you're trying to say or in the length of the passage it's just the word specific words somewhere in there and destroy the rhythm yeah and you can't read it naturally it doesn't so i think that yeah i think that yeah, reading something important. like that gives you a conscious yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it makes you consciously notice it's actually it's interesting to read something that's not writing mm. sometimes there's two books uh, called understanding comics and reinventing oh. comics by scott mcleod and he's talking about how to write comics, but I found reading them really, really excellent for just mm. thinking about how I write novels or how I write yeah. films yeah. or whatever, because it sort of takes you one step away. So 
it might that might be one of the reasons why yeah, it's, yeah, that's why it's yeah. great for yeah. you. So, mm. Sophia, you brought. I, I did bring Stephen King on on writing and me two too. others, but the screenplays, writing screenplay story by Robert McKee, which is sort of a bit of a bible in in screenwriting, um, and uh, the hero, hero, hero's journey. Thing. No, the writer's journey, which is about yeah. the hero's journey. Um, I've read quite a few sort of how to write screenplays and that, and yeah, I find them useful, but I also found that I got stuck in theory and stuck in what you're supposed to do and this and that. So I've kind of spent quite a lot of time trying to forget them. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, that's and, and just get back to, to the story too. and what I kind of lost the heart a little bit by being too theoretical. Um, so I actually find reading just any book helps me because my, mm, my yeah, brain goes that. off Absolutely. and thinks about yeah. other things then. And I find myself reading, okay, I may not fully pay attention to the book I'm actually reading, but my brain starts yeah. thinking about what Analyzing. I'm writing and, and solving yeah. it and I'm going, ooh, that's an idea. So just yeah. reading something else. So that's the same with music. I find some music going, yeah. this is something, this is something. Oh, that I really like that kick drum or that. The way they've done that's really interesting. That's giving me an idea, and off you go. Really? You're not really yeah. actually listening to me. You're just no, no, it's, you're it's, just distracting it's yourself from what you weren't doing. You're actually reading. Yeah. It's just your brain is off somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's I, also I totally agree with that. A bit of a competitive streak. If I read something really good, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think that's another thing as well. Yeah, reading certainly will get you interested in writing. How did this get published? It's kind of it's a kind of yeah, it's a kind of ego-driven thing isn't it like reading always gets you interested in writing like uh, for, for me when I'm reading something and I'm really loving it I'm like now I want to go and do that and be as amazing yeah. there is one but, to, but there's a downside I think it's a downside that there is to anything if you pull it too much apart, or are taught how to pull it too much apart is that sometimes when I read novels now technical things will start to annoy me Murakami is a Murakami novel it's he said he said he mm. said he said sentence after sentence after oh, I've had done a place I can't read this anymore because all I'm reading is he said I wonder if that's, that have like translations or something. Yeah. I can, no, I'm not. I'm not blaming Murakami. It's just, it's just. Once you know, once you know that you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. I started noticing um, Margaret Atwood overwriting. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Alice. At, yeah. Just at the time that I was overwriting an awful lot, and you were a lot more telling me that I was overwriting. She's, she's Margaret, about fifteen percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should be doing. She does. I just reading reading Margaret Atwood, and I think there's passages in it. This is just overwritten. It's too much. It's it's. Yeah, yeah, she should have you in her in her in her writing group. Fifteen percent. That is Joss's big rule. Fifteen fifteen percent less. So I follow Margaret Atwood on Twitter and she is the most boring. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped following her on Twitter. I follow her just in case for just in case something interesting happens. She, she replied to me. <laughs> she, she replied to me once, so now I feel like like oh. I have to have to stay connected to her because she's replied to books, me. My God. So you're over. What did you tell her? You're overwriting, love. Yeah. Back it off. No, I didn't. Said. I said, "Is the is the third book in the trilogy going to answer all the questions?" Because I'm worried it's not going to be as good. And she was like, "Yes, it's going to answer all the questions." So I'm currently well, relieved until it's proven yeah. wrong, and then I'll be really disappointed because the first book in this trilogy I loved, and then is that the Bear Cave? It's Orange and Crake. The second one is oh, the, year of the, the Year of the Flood, and the third one hasn't been written yet. Yeah. The first one is amazing. Oh yeah, I got one an essay called uh, The Carrier Bag Theory of Fiction by Ursula Le Guin. It's also something that I found really interesting in terms of thinking about the point of a book and how it works within culture. It's been a real pleasure getting better acquainted with everybody in one big go like this. This is the first time I've actually done a one big go group. It's actually worked much better than I was worried <laughs> that it could have done. 
it'll be interesting to see the one that would happen after three bottles of wine. I think I said earlier on that would be a very different kind of conversation. Team cake was probably a good idea. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thanks for the cake, Jen. The last thing I say to <laughs> my guests is to say goodbye to the audience. So I don't know. Do we do one, two, three, and then goodbye? Yeah. Okay. One, two. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Bye. 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 Find Getting Better Acquainted on Twitter at UBA Podcast. You can find it on Facebook. It's Getting Better Acquainted. Have a search on Facebook and like it. Or you can find it on the website www.gettingbetteracquainted.co.uk. You can also subscribe by searching on iTunes and subscribing to us that way. And on the Stitcher Smart Radio app, you can download for your smartphone from stitcher.com through the app. There are lots of ways to get better acquainted.